Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbcoach.com. Coaching with power, purpose, and practical tools to help you show up with confidence. Hello, and thank you for listening to the podcast today. I'm so excited to be with you because we're talking about one of my very favorite topics, your strengths. There are a lot of different strengths that we all have, but everyone has different kinds of strengths in a different order. So for example, you might have character strengths, and you might have similar character strengths to me or to someone else that we know, and yet your character strengths will manifest differently in your life. Part of what makes you unique is what stands out about you in terms of strengths, weaknesses, personality, and a variety of other aspects of your life. So talking about strengths today, I'd like to share that in the current time that we are living, it is especially critical to focus on strengths. Now, don't get me wrong. We do need to be aware and realistic about weaknesses as well. And of course, we need to know what's going on enough to be aware where we need to delegate, reach out for help and support, and so forth, especially when we don't have a strength in a given area. But when we focus on strengths, there are a whole host of possibilities that open up to us. I'm going to tell you a little story here about a scenario in which we might focus on a weakness or we might focus on a strength. I used to be a teacher in public school, and one of the things that I love most about teaching was helping someone grow from an area of weakness, or rather lack of knowledge or lack of skill, into a great capacity to do something, know something, use something like a tool, or really just benefit from additional learning. So one of the reasons I became an educator was that I absolutely take great joy in helping other people better their lives. Now, in a given scenario, let's just say that I have a young student in my classroom and I perceive that person as having a deficit, not just being unlearned about something, but actually being inept or incapable or something like this. Chances are I'm not going to be working with that person to make them more capable or give them the possibilities. Instead, I'm going to be thinking, well, how can I help them to at least participate even though they're never going to get it? If I instead look at the possibility of developing a latent strength or a potential strength in that same person, I'm going to be looking for any possible glimmer that they are capable, that they are learning, or that they're going somewhere with what I'm giving them. Now, the reason I bring up this example of working with a student is most of us would never imagine looking at a child and just deciding up front that they're inept or incapable. Most people would want to enrich the potential of that child and give them some possibility of trying their wings, trying every little thing that is possible for them. Yet, in ourselves and in adults, we often sell ourselves and others short 
by looking at our lack or looking at our weaknesses or others' weaknesses or flaws rather than focusing on our strengths or others' strengths. I'll be the first to admit that anytime I'm doing a performance review and it's my own turn and I am being evaluated, in the past, I would be incredibly nervous about acknowledging any weaknesses I had. I might want to gloss over those and try to point out where I met the standard or try to appear to meet the standard or, or definitely meet the standard in every possible way. There was a fear of weaknesses. Yet, when we're evaluating others, the brain kind of goes to this place of, well, where do they not quite measure up? Then we can note it, we can give a little bit of feedback, and we can then coach the person or give them tools or do something that is going to help that person to grow or become more able to meet the standard in the future. Now, nobody's really motivated by this, right? So if we get performance feedback from a manager and it's overwhelmingly negative or focused on where we're falling short, chances are we're probably pretty aware of those weaknesses we already have and we're going to instead feel like it's it's not motivating or like we are less capable because all of the feedback we're getting is focused on those weaker areas. Yet when someone notices our strength, brings it out into the light and comments on it. Pretty soon, we have a situation where we can do something with that. In fact, it could instill confidence, openness, possibility. There's a way forward when we have a strength. Now, in the times in which we're currently living, it's very easy to worry. It's easy for everyone to feel powerless. Connecting with your strengths is going to give us the possibility to feel somewhere that there is power, that there is possibility and control. This is sort of the mindset we talk about a lot here, where we compare the mindset of lack to the mindset of abundance. When we're thinking about lack, all we notice is what's going wrong, what isn't possible, and what is far beyond our control. When we're focused on abundance, in contrast, it seems like there's more than enough for everyone, more than enough time, more than enough clients or customers or students, more than enough options, more than enough opportunities, a plethora of creative ways to move forward. So when we think about abundance, looking at our strengths and looking at others' strengths can really bring out the potential, the possibility and take away the dreary sort of uh, condemning and sort of controlling effect of the chaos that's happening all around us. When we focus on strengths, we're also going to be able to reduce fear, anxiety, worry, and increase confidence and vision for a way forward as well as a sense of control. What if we were able to look at our strengths and figure out what really is a strong area for us? And then look at our lives and ask, where is it presently being used? For example, if you have a character strength for gratitude, is there a possibility of using gratitude much more fully? In which case, a person with that strength would feel much more whole, much more confident, and much more at peace when they're able to really live their strength. What about the strength of advocating for others? or the strength of seeing into the future and planning strategically? What about the strength of problem solving? There are so many strengths that each of us can have. 
the first goal would be to take a look at yourself and assess your strengths. If you need a place to start and don't have a tool, you're welcome to visit drbcoach.com. And on the homepage and also in the toolbox page, I have a free link to the VIA Character Strengths Assessment. If you go there, you're going to get instant results after you submit the survey, and you're going to learn about your top five character strengths. Your top three strengths we often consider your signature strengths, which really are part of what uniquely make you, you. So that's something you could use to get started and start looking at yourself and considering, do these strengths really sound like you? Do they seem like something that would describe you? Would others agree that these strengths show up in your life? And then you might consider, where can I actually live these strengths more fully? What opportunities are there for you that you can actually employ your strengths? Where do others need you to live those strengths? So think about ways that your strengths show up in your life and also opportunities where they might be more useful to others around you. Now, when you see yourself more clearly and you start to live with your strengths in mind, you might be able to more confidently take leadership in areas where you are strong. I personally am an extreme extrovert. I love people. I am fueled by my interactions with people. I love having conversations with other people. And I also love to lead others, um, particularly in coaching, public speaking, teaching, and guiding roles. So whenever there's an opportunity for me to use strengths that I have in those roles, it's especially satisfying for me. And just like that, what is satisfying to you? What areas do your strengths show up where you might be able to lend a hand to others at this time? Consider how your strengths might contribute to relationships. For example, how can your strengths help you build closer relationships with family members, with colleagues at work, or build a bridge between you and someone else who might be a more challenging person or a difficult boss or a difficult coworker? There are so many ways your strengths can show up to help others to give them hope and to help heal the hurt that really is freely flowing in today's world. Think about how living your strengths might become a priority. Now, another line of questioning I would think about is, can you tell a story about your past in which a strength was really prominent for you? For example, think about one of those standout moments from your childhood that really is a favorite memory. I can think about um, how I used to have a little club I did in elementary school. <laughs> I had documents. I had pieces of lesson content. I actually had file folders I carted back and forth to school. And I sort of surrounded myself with school supplies so I could have this paperwork. And I also surrounded myself with lots and lots of friends. And I invited them all to join my club when I was a child. And I wanted them all to feel part of what was going on. So I included them. I let everybody know when we'd meet. I honestly don't think there was any substance to our meeting. It was just an excuse to have an organized thing happening at recess on the playground. So I can look back and see some of my current strengths demonstrated way back when I was 10, 11, 12 years old in elementary school and working with a lot of friends who I still know today as adults on Facebook. <laughs> so think about your life, your childhood. Where did your strengths come out? What stories stand out for you? 
And could these be strengths that you could now use or draw upon during difficult times? Think about and reflect on who you are and how your strengths appear. This is kind of a brainstorming process. So you wanna think about a lot of different parts of your life. Then as you think about the current events and the COVID pandemic, you wanna think about how your strengths might play out in the current situation. Is there a way your strengths can help you manage stress? Maybe cope with difficulties or loss or uncertainty. Perhaps your strengths could come out in your workplace or in seeking a new career field or job. Your strengths might also come to play in supporting other people who are having a very difficult time or who are feeling very fragile due to the anxiety or health complications they might be experiencing. So think about a, a possibility of brainstorming how your strengths could be used and how you might feel a great sense of satisfaction from using them. So you can also ask yourself some questions like, have there ever been times where your strengths were overemphasized? Were there ever times where one particular strength overshadowed others, where you might also be good at something, but because you overleaned on a certain strength that was maybe a hallmark of who you are, maybe it made it difficult for you or other people. If you were to interview your parents, your siblings, your coworkers, your neighbors, people that you know or who know you, what would these people say to describe you? What would stand out in their descriptions as strengths that you hold? Now, it's, it's very normal to be self-critical and, and be afraid that when others describe you, they might note your flaws as well. And that's human nature, right? The brain naturally gravitates towards spaces where there might be a weakness or something that's not quite measuring up. But try to pass that aside. We're looking at strengths right now. And we're trying to shift our whole line of thinking to possibilities so that we can get some resilience and we can move forward with confidence. So as you think about your strengths, in closing, I encourage you to also think about your energy level throughout the day and throughout your life. Perhaps there have been times where you've felt more motivated, more energetic, more jazzed, more zippy, more excited about things. Consider those times those might also draw your attention to certain strengths that you have or certain types of experiences you particularly love. Likewise, think about times in your life where you were less energetic, where you were defeated, where you were ser seriously unmotivated, or when you really struggled to have energy. Think about ways that maybe your strengths didn't show up or maybe you were prevented or didn't experience your strengths in ways that would help you. As you reflect on all these things, I hope that this week you will get into the zone of who you are, what your strengths are, and at least come with one possibility of how you might step into a strength this coming week and live it more fully to become the best version of you. Thank you for listening, and I wish you all the best. Feel free to stop by my website, drbcoach.com, for tools and strategies to seek clarity, to find your values and live your values more fully, and move forward with direction and purpose during challenging times. All the best to you. This has been a podcast called Mindset for Life by Bethany at drbcoach.com. To find me on the web, you can visit my blog or my website at www.drbcoach.com. That's D-R-B-C-O-A-C-H dot com.